0: What's up, everybody? Joseph back with another episode of DFW Creatives, where I shine a spotlight on Dallas-Fort Worth creatives I find inspiring. My special guest today is Stephanie Sands, a.k.a. S.M. Sands, on Instagram and Facebook. Stephanie is an incredibly talented illustrator and muralist. I first noticed her work on my daily commute through Trinity Groves on the west side of downtown Dallas. She has a vibrant mural with three cowgirls all holding guns saying, Stay Wild Texas. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous mural. I love the style, I love the colors. Mm -hmm. And every day when I drive by, I see tons of people taking photos with it, commonly like young girls being very inspired, seeing these really awesome women just, you know, showing their love for their community and just looking badass in the mural, so. And uh, once I got uh, her information from the mural, I went to her Instagram, SM Sands, and uh, I started seeing more of the work that she has done uh, throughout Panama City. She's, a new, she's new to Dallas, but uh, seeing Panama City in Mexico, and I just am blown away by her work, and I really wanted to get her on the podcast and share her story. So here she is. Uh, we are doing this podcast via Zoom. Forgive me on the quality. It is Zoom. Hey, Stephanie, thanks for coming on.
1: Hey, thank you for inviting me. Oh, man,
2: I'm so excited to have you on. I'm really a big fan of your work. I see uh, your uh, beautiful mural on my way home uh, and to and fro home on Beckley, and I just love it so much. How did you get started doing the murals?
1: Uh, Well, first of all, thank you. I'm glad you liked the North Beckley Avenue mural. A lot of people tell me that they drive by it every day, so it makes me really happy to hear that uh, so many people are... Uh, happy to you know drive by it and it makes like people stay and stuff uh but yeah so I got started as an artist well really when I was a little girl um I have I don't I've basically been drawing since I have memory um and from and I always kind of just like since school always drawing always doing stuff um and then as I got older I got into um graphic design, that kind of stuff. And then, I don't know, like slowly, not slowly, I would say it just was kind of always part of my life. I just never really thought that it was a thing that I could do for money. But then I, when I started uh, college, I met, I actually met uh, a muralist called Remedios from, she's from Colombia, but she lives in Panama. And that was the first time I actually met someone who was also like an artist and an illustrator, but a full-time one who was actually very successful at it. And that kind of just opened my eyes to the possibility of being uh, an artist and a muralist.
2: When did you first start doing murals?
1: Uh, um, I started with murals when I was, I think, 21 years old. Yeah, I was 21. So what happened was that she, uh, this girl Remedios, she was having a, a big mural happening in, uh, in an area of Panama City called Casco Viejo. And she was looking for volunteers. So I told her, like, I really want to help you. I want to learn how to do murals. But then when I got there, her and the other artists decided that I'm gonna do my own piece as part of the mural. So that was really kind of the first time I did a mural. So a couple of years ago, well, nine, nine years ago now, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Time flies. Uh, yeah. what was what was that first mural by the way
1: well it was actually uh a i think it was sponsored by the city and it was uh about women it was like for uh women's day so it was supposed to be like depictions of women uh in the style of of each artist who were i think were it was all women except for one guy one artist from Panama called Rolo de sedas. Um, but he he draws women like exclusively, so it was just all of us together making our own representation of what, uh, one, like an image of a woman. It was kind of free inside of that kind of broad uh, theme.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I um,
2: I, I just uh, I, I love uh, all the things that you kind of put together. Uh, you did one recently here in Dallas, uh, the one at Peabody Coffee. Yeah, it's called Peaberry Coffee. Oh, Peaberry um, Coffee.
1: Yeah, it's in Oak Cliff um, over by, I think it's called Keist Boulevard. So, yeah, so Peaberry Coffee is a small coffee shop uh, over in Oak Cliff um, owned by a, a guy called Elijah. He's really cool. He's, a, he's also Latino, and he likes to support uh, just local artists. So I kind of got introduced to him through uh, this friend of mine called Will, Will Heron, and he is also an artist. He does these black and white cactuses and kind of hearing, he's, uh, he's pretty popular here.
0: Oh
2: yeah, yeah, I know Will. Will's an awesome guy. Uh, and then you're yeah. collaborating with him on another project uh, this weekend, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. We're doing the Wild West Mural Fest uh, that is actually culminating this weekend. So we started uh, last weekend and it's basically just, uh, I don't know how many artists we are right now, but it's just several artists doing uh, different murals in West Dallas and they're all like different themes ranging from like the wild west to stuff related to social justice to the pandemic and that kind of stuff.
2: That's so cool. I've been seeing your status on Instagram on your story and uh, it's evolving to be a wonderful, wonderful piece. And uh, I will be tagging uh, that event in this podcast. So definitely want people to go check out uh, you your work. So
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it'd be awesome if people came to see. I'm actually collaborating with a, a friend of mine called Brent Oceda. Um He's a screen printer from Dallas, and he's super talented. He's his first mural, so we're working together on one. And then there's also so many other artists that are participating, like Jeremy Biggers, Desiree. I think that's how you pronounce your last name. Um, like Sam, now there's a bunch of people uh, working like uh, in the fest that are. I feel like some of them well-known artists here in like the mural scene and just in like the art scene in general. And some are like newer muralists, which is really cool too to have, just to like help grow the just the art scene here in Dallas, which is kind of the the main purpose of the mural fest.
2: What do you really enjoy about doing murals from uh doing your, you know, hand illustration? What what do you really enjoy about it? I
1: feel like it's um it's just the connection with people, like the reaction of people when they see my work and then also there's always a part of because muralism is street art and it's in either private or public property, but like visible to other people in a way that's like I would say like a painting is not as visible to everyone as a, a mural, right? Because not as many people, there's not as much foot traffic or people driving around or whatever. So you always have to kind of communicate with the people who live or interact with that on a daily basis. You have to think about what they not well, what they like or what how they relate to their community or what it means to be a part of that community. So I like always doing like the research part because I had a um, a project in Panama that was for like the hundred years of the of, of Panama's Republic and they did uh this thing where they hired artists to do like each one large neighborhood of Panama and the one I got I had to do like several interviews with like it was like almost like a t- town hall like a small town hall where people would talk about like what it means wow. to them to live in that neighborhood and what they wanted to see depicted in the mirror. So that kind of stuff, or like I did a mural in Mexico that was supposed to be about like climate change and immigration. And it's always nice to like kind of investigate about the place I'm going to paint, paint in, and kind of create a reference to that that people can like see it and understand and relate, communicate with my work. So that's the the stuff I like the most of it about being a muralist. And then also it's a great workout. <laughs> I like like being outside and doing stuff. Yeah, it's hard work, man. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I ask people to help me, they have no idea what it means. They're like, yeah, I want to help you paint a wall. And then by the end of the day, they're like, "Beat," And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I never tell people it's hard work. Um,
2: maybe you're a, uh, maybe you can, uh, d- do a partnership with Peloton or something like that. Do some sort of <laughs> online mirror workout or something, you know? So do you use you use brushes? Do you use rollers? Do you use uh what do you what is what are the tools, tools of a master muralist? What do they uh, use? What do you use?
1: I use brushes. You've been
2: promoted so, a master.
1: Yeah. Thank you for promoting me. <laughs> New step in my career. Um I think it's it's mostly, I use brushes. I love a good roller, though. I love little rollers. They're my favorite thing to paint with. Um, and then also spray paint and all the different little capsies for the spray paint. So that's what I used. I recently, well, recently being last year, started using a paint sprayer, which is like- paint
2: sprayer? Oh, wow, if, okay. Dude,
1: if I could marry you, I would. Like, it's the yeah, most amazing. Shit. Yeah, I've seen
2: a few people use spray sprays and there's you're done like and it's just that's awesome. So that's cool. I already know.
1: It's really fast and it's good for like also have like a rugged surface, which is like all of Texas because everything's brick. Um, so that's always nice to have a paint sprayer. I love those. Um, But that's new. That's like fancy. Oh, and my other most favorite thing ever are uh, the lifts.
2: Oh, the little scissor lift.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not those. The telescopic ones. It's like this one. that's like a, it has two arms, and it kind of goes like. It's different. Scissor lift just goes. Up.
0: Okay. Okay. This one just like
1: goes forward and back, and it's amazing. It's like the Ferrari. Of,
2: the um, mario Okay. That's all right. Well, you got that fancy machinery. I'm just like scissor lift. You're like, no, that's so like 20 years. I back. mean,
1: those are cool. I have. I guess I just never used one before. Um, I no, always use the telescopic ones. Like when I paint a mural, I usually use like a, a grid system. So it's almost like I have a, like a little map. Um, when you were, I don't know if you ever did that, but when you were like in kindergarten or, well not kinder, that's too small, but probably like, I don't know, third grade. And you're like, they give you a thing where you copy an image with this little like grid thing.
2: I do. I do remember that. But yeah, I was so, in kindergarten. Remember, I'm a slow kid. <laughs> I think I was in kindergarten at 15.
1: Oh, um. <laughs> well. Uh, so it's that thing. That, spe- that specific method is exactly what you use for murals. There's other stuff. I use other stuff now that's faster. Um, but that one is really good for something that's like really, really big. Because that way I know where the hell I am when I'm on like a lift and I'm like this big and well, it was this big. So, oh, okay. yeah. People can't see my hands, but the thing is, like, it's like you're an ant on, I don't know, a giant table. That's how oh, happens. no,
2: I, I totally get it. Uh, how do you, do you start out, like, at a section and then work your way?
1: Yeah, uh, you, I paint from top to bottom, always. Top to bottom?
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: because it drips, so then if you start painting from the bottom, you're going to have to clean up later. Ah,
2: the more you know Rainbow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh do you use like projectors or do you uh to project the grid onto the wall or do you just kind of outline it with a pencil on the wall how how do you uh set up uh, the wall for those grids
1: uh well for the grid i usually just use like a a meter so it's like a a long ruler with a level kind of <laughs> tape around it okay. and then um and then I usually have like a, in Photoshop, like a, a version of the grid already made with like numbers and letters and like columns are letters and numbers are rows uh, or whatever. But that is time consuming and difficult. And usually because you have to kind of do the whole grid on the wall and depending on the size of the wall, it can be an entire day doing that. Um, so now I use this other thing, this other thing called a squiggle grid. So it's like more like a, a more organic form of doing that when for example if you don't you didn't get the measurements for your wall or the measurements are not exactly difficult to measure you'll mm-hmm. use that and it's a good way to get it done without having measurements it's very hard to explain okay. over like without imagery but um you know people look it up squ- squiggle grid, <laughs> it's
2: like, grid. it yeah. sounds fun yeah yeah
1: it's pretty good um, it looks like witchcraft Because it's always like weird symbols on a wall. So when I was doing the Calgary mural, people were like, what is that? (laughs) Um,
0: That thing you're doing on
1: the wall. Um, But no, it looks creepy. It's not creepy. It's just a different form of grid. I've used projectors. I don't love it because I feel like when you're a muralist, you're trying to get to the point of like the real masters, which is like they can do a wall without a grid, without anything because they already know. Like they have the muscle memory yeah. to like uh, do something out of proportion on a wall directly. So you wanna get to that point and projectors don't let you get to that point. I don't honestly, I don't knock it. If you if it's the way for you to do it and it's the fastest way for you to do it and you don't wanna do it another way, go for it. But I'm trying to create a situation where I'm able to do murals without any kind of help. So I don't use projectors
2: okay all right so no projectors no i'll do it Uh, if it's
1: like a rush job or really difficult or for example like i'm working this time for the mural fest. i i'm working with a good friend of mine whose name is Brent Oseda, and he's also he's a printmaker but he's never painted a mural before i'm gonna make him do a squirrel but i just wanna kill himself so (laughs) it's like (laughs) uh we're projecting and it's the best way to do it because for him to start like for his first time it's perfect
2: Okay, well, it's good to learn something new every day, and uh, yeah, I mean that's cool. You got somebody to uh, run that feedback off of, and then uh, torment, or however you want to describe it. But have you uh, you mentioned a, a a minute or so ago about uh, you eventually want to get to that point to where you don't need any of those, and you just it's muscle memory. Have you yeah. noticed over the years uh, that you have you 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 pull you find yourself uh, the setup if there's any at all, you do less of, and it's more like you, your muscle, you'd notice your muscle memory gotten better.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I've learned that when you think you're doing something on a wall and you think it's, oh, it looks kind of big, it's probably small. Um, like, okay. you kind of tend, people tend to like, um, misjudge the size of what they're drawing. So I've gotten to the point where if it's a small wall, if it's like, I don't know, uh, I don't know how to think in feet, I think in meters but um, like two meters would be eight feet. If it's something that big, I can pretty much freehand it. Um, if it's bigger, then with a little help, And if it's like a really big wall, then I'll use a, a grid. Um, but yeah, okay. you kind of start learning, kind of get used to always drawing really big stuff. Um, it is a, a double-edged sword though, because now when I draw like in like smaller media, like paper or a painting, I'm like, it's too small. Like you always wanted to be big.
2: <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, well that's good. So you are, you, you really do know. What's the biggest mural you've done?
1: Mm. Like uh, in
2: meters and in feet for our feet fans.
1: <laughs> okay, let me get my converter out. <laughs> so I, it's two walls actually. So the top it's the tallest wall and the longest wall really. So the tallest okay. wall I ever painted was 32 feet high. So that was, I think uh, it's like, that's like
2: two stories. stories. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that's like, you know, when you think about so many muralists out there who do like whole buildings, I guess it's not that big, but it's big for me.
2: Um, I mean, that's, that's a pretty big mural.
1: Yeah. It took just 10 days of 12 hour work, like all day. It was horrible. I mean, it was great. And it was horrible at the same time.
2: What, uh, oh, so that was
1: tallest. The what longest. was the mural
2: of? What was the mural of? Oh,
1: uh, okay. So that one was from. That was for. Oh yeah, that was the one I told you about earlier, where it was like a community mural, like about a neighborhood. I'm trying so to it was,
2: find it on your Instagram here. Um,
1: uh, it's like little kids and a, and there's like a couple little kids and some older people, like a granny and stuff. It's pretty far back, I think. Okay. You might find it if you scroll like
2: it's somewhere a long time ago. Okay, but still yeah. that's a pretty that's a pretty big mural.
1: What's yeah. a, what's
2: what's the smallest mural then? Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your, your
2: parents' one. walls when you were one years old or
1: probably no actually the smaller ones uh, it was one I did in Mexico in this place called Sapopan and it was a collaboration with the with an artist called uh Cy Juice. I think it's how you pronounce it. Um, he's a really, really good artist, and it was actually kind of amazing for me because I already, I admired his work and i been admiring him for a while. And he was like, "Hey, okay, do you want to paint something together?" And I like acted cool about it. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, whatever." And in the inside, I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> like, because <it> <laughs> I was totally acting like it wasn't a big deal, and but really, like my heart was like racing when he told me that. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of the smaller ones. Might have been what, like eight feet by, eight by six feet. It's not very big.
2: Um, you seem to have a, like a lot of murals that you've done that are a good eight or nine, ten feet tall. And then they kind of yeah. just, you know, vary. Like, basically one story murals.
1: Yeah, I mean, because um, that's the most common thing. People want them in their houses or they want them in their restaurants. And that's never over ten feet unless it's like a really, really big restaurant. But yeah, the you other. Have... Uh,
2: oh well, go ahead.
1: I was gonna tell you the other biggest wall was really. I think it might have been the largest if you think about it in like square meters. It was in Mexico um, for this thing called Central de Muros, and it was eighty feet wide and sixteen tall. So okay,
2: that's a that's a really big mural. I mean, for you know,
1: yeah, what was that, I mean, what I was that one of? That one was about uh, immigration. So, immigration? Okay. I mean, you have to probably look at it on my Instagram. So it's about, like, people. It was kind of about what it truly means to move away from your home to another place. And I just wanted it to be kind of about how it's not that easy. People, I feel like, with immigration, to get political now. Um, is this thing that people view, like, people, do for, I don't know, it's like, they don't seem to have a lot of like empathy for people who move away from their country sometime and they don't understand the reasons, but it's really like, I moved to the U.S. a year ago just because I wanted to grow as an artist be in a different market. And that was hard for me. So I can't imagine how hard it is for someone who's leaving and doesn't want to leave. So that was kind of what it was about, about kind of uprooting your life, uprooting like your entire, like, connection to your community and just going somewhere else
2: yeah I think uh, um, empathy people put more people take themselves out of the equation Uh, I think a lot of people tend to think about themselves only and maybe just put yourself into other people's shoes uh, and what that feel like me personally I understand um, you know I'm kind of a mutt I've traveled and lived in different areas it's tough, but I, you know, I can relate. I can say, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's really hard. Um, you, uh, you said you're 30 now. So that's 29 years of your life. You've only been here in Texas for a year.
1: Uh, I've been here. Yeah. A year and a half. I lived in okay, Panama year and a half. since I was like five. And it's kind of complicated because my family is kind of from all over the place. So like my yeah. mom is from Panama. My dad is from the DR. My sisters are from Puerto Rico. So we kind of moved around. Y'all are butts too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a total mutt. (laughs) You have no idea. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I lived there until I was 28, and then I moved to Dallas May of 2019.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a huge life change. That would be a life change for anybody. And like I said, you're taking a risk that majority – well, I don't know. I I don't like to generalize people, but – uh, they say in things I've read and people talking, uh, majority of people, or at least the conversations and reading I've had, they don't make that change. They're too scared to make that change, but you, you have. Um, so I think that's awesome. Um, and I, and I can, you know, I put myself in your shoes and say, yeah, that's, that's really, uh, you know, that's, it's ambitious, it's scary, it's all these emotions, and I can't imagine how tough it is, uh, and it's continually tough it is to leave, you know, and not be able to see your family and stuff, um, at least on a regular basis. And then the stuff you grew up, the places you ate at, um, your friends, the schools, the, all the locations, the murals that you've done, the beautiful murals that you've done. You have a lot of beautiful murals, uh, Thank you. you know, just going through here so yeah you know just from my perspective on you know uh, what you just said i i I can i can relate by putting myself in your shoes and then some of my life experiences so it's tough it's really tough to to just uproot and leave um but may i ask uh, why did you come to dallas Uh, not in a bad way dallas is awesome baby we got we got we got tacos we got i mean you know we yeah, it it's all. cool. But why Dallas?
1: Well, it, honestly, it was not like planned for anything other than like my sister. We'll and, edit you know, that
2: out. So you wanted to come to Dallas?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, just no, no. Ahead. To be
1: honest, it was. I mean, I'm gonna be really honest here. When I first got to Dallas, I did not, I did not feel very well about my decision, um, because it was so different from Panama. But I moved here because my sister lived here, and she was like, "Yeah, well, move in with me." find a job, blah, 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 and then, you know, move out, whatever, do whatever you want. So at first, when I first got here, I was just always kind of very um, overwhelmed by the size of Dallas, because Panama is a really small country, like the population, I think, might be four million people total. Like, it's small.
2: Oh, wow. Okay, and, I thought it was larger. Okay.
1: No, well, I mean, the countries, it's, yeah, it's small. It's smaller than Texas for sure. I mean, a lot of things are smaller than Texas. Everything's um, bigger
2: here in Texas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was like, I got here and I was just like, I feel like I'm always in the car because every single drive is 20 minutes or 40 minutes. And, and if like, you drove 20 minutes anywhere, you was really like the person that you're going to go see. Cause I wouldn't <laughs> drive anywhere 20 minutes. <laughs> um,
2: what do you think of the art community uh, in Dallas? Are people uh, inviting you in? Um, are you being inspired? Are people being inspired by you? Uh, what do you what, how do you feel about Dallas?
1: Well, it's been great, really. I've had no bad experiences at all. Like, I feel like the, there's a, I feel like the artist community, so it's small for the size of Dallas. You'd be bigger. However, it's a very welcoming uh, artsy. like I first person I met was Brent and he introduced me to other artists um, and everybody was so nice, everybody's kind of very chill, very relaxed, which is kind of similar to the way Panama was because Panama had a small community that was always about kind of people helping each other out, like uh, like my artist friend, She gave me my first wall and I helped other people kind of get into uh, being a muralist or like I would give them tips or whatever, like all that kind of stuff. So it's was always kind of about like boosting each other, like helping each, lifting each other up. And I feel like Dallas is a lot like that too. People are just very like happy to collaborate um, all the time, which is why like this year, for example, I'm collaborating with uh, uh, Will Heron or like Warren
2: Art. Um, yeah, yeah, he does like the minimalistic uh, skeletons and, you know, yeah, and the two, cactus. two-tone, yeah, black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're,
1: we're good friends, and I, he does the Wild West Mural Fest, which is like where I painted the cowgirls last year, and I'm helping him organize it this year. Like, I'm helping him with, like, the whole graphic design side of things. So it's cool to be involved in the community also in a way that's not, it's always just beneficial to me.
2: Or do you find it, it, uh, it's easier to network or find new people here in Dallas or Texas or the States versus Panama or, you know, wherever well, you've been? Do
1: uh, you find the
2: doors have opened up a little bit more for you?
1: I feel like more it's opportunity? Easier, easier anywhere now because of Instagram. Like, when I met oh, okay. the people I know here, I literally, like, wrote them in through Instagram. Like, hey, I'm an artist. I just moved here. I'll want to hang out. Like, that was basically it. Okay. And I do that everywhere I go. Like being an artist is this thing where you have this it's almost like I mean it's not the same, but you know, that thing where people like oh couch surfing. Like when okay, they like yeah. they talk to each other because I'm traveling this place, blah blah blah. It's kind of like that isn't even stay in your house. <laughs> um so it was okay. always stuff like I would write people whose work I liked in in different places and be like, Hey, do you want to meet up for like a drink? And like talk about what it's like here or show me around or whatever. And most of the time people will agree. Okay. So it's very easy, I feel, if you're not shy.
2: You, you can't be, you can't afford to be. Um, what was the first mural that you did here when you, uh, in the year and a half that you've been here?
1: So the was first this- one was the Cowgirls.
2: It was that one? Okay. Yeah. So um, start off with a bang. No problem yeah. <laughs> in there, no mural. Yeah, I got
1: lucky with that wall. It's a really good wall. Um, I was like, wow. When I got it. Um, then after that, I painted another mural for a coffee shop called Peaberry Coffee in Oak Cliff.
2: Oh, I haven't been there yet. Uh, it's probably one of your most recent ones. I'll look real quick.
1: Yeah, I uh, said in August. It's really good and they, uh, it's really good coffee. So you should go.
2: Well, I'm, a, I'm an Oak Cliff coffee guy. Uh, I've been going to the Davis Street Espresso over there off of uh, Davis Street forever. I'm um, loyal. You cut me, well, I bleed. Being,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like you didn't strain me. You just like just kind of took the neutral uh, zone or the neutral. Or like, uh, is it this one? I uh, tried uh,
1: their oh, I
2: see one. it. I've never even actually been there. Oh, and I see Will's stuff is on there as yeah. well. he did like a. That's pretty cool. I like it. So it's a it's a girl with purple hair, like laying in like a. I don't know, kind of a little foresty area or it's something. It's a coffee field. It's a co- okay, all right, well, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. I know, it's... because um, you'd be surprised, but Panama actually has uh, the number one coffee in the world. I'm, okay. I'm, I am might get some hate from Colombians from this, but we have this type of coffee called Geisha coffee, and that coffee is very, very famous across the world. So I've been to coffee fields. I mean, it's
2: over there. I've always wanted to go to coffee fields. I'm hardcore coffee. Like uh, if I had my iPad case, it just covered in traveled coffee stickers. I always go mm-hmm. after the coffee roasters. Like any anytime I get off an airplane or I'm new in a city or whatever, I'm going right to the coffee roasters. I love coffee. So when you say like the plantations and being you can go out there, I'm looking up, I'm trying to end this conversation with you really quickly so I can get on a plane and go to Panama oh. because I want to do that sound of music scene, you know, where she's like oh. the hills are alive. <laughs> you know, yeah. she's running in the meadow and and then the swaying her arms. That's what I want to do in a in a coffee plantation. I love well, you coffee can do that it. much. You
1: can do it in so Panama.
2: Have you done that? Have you just
1: no, I've just walked around it. I mean, I like coffee. It makes me a little crazy, so I normally did drink uh, a yeah. decaf. Yeah.
2: Okay, um, so you act, you acted normally. I I'm, yeah. I'm a total child when it comes to stuff that I really uh, love. About you know. <laughs> um, well, speaking speaking of child and stuff that I I, I love, uh, I love your style. Um, you 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 remind me as I mean, as far as your, your the colors that you choose and also that you. Do mostly uh, females. Uh, some of my favorite illustrators uh, like uh, Tara McPherson and uh, Jeremiah Kettner, and a lot, lot of uh, artists that I found uh, a, a long time ago through brands like Kidrobot, mm. um, and then uh, other you know forms of um, high fructose and other outlets. Um, uh, I'm actually a little bit of an illustrator myself. Uh, I did stuff a lot more like Jason Brooks. Um, less, less abstract and more straight. Um, so I love, I love uh, your consistency and the choices of colors um, and just overall art style. Um, uh, Julie West comes to mind. If you ever found her, your stuff kind of reminds me of hers as well. Um, but I just love that style is, is this a style that, you've, uh, that you just, right whenever you started just picking up a, a pencil or a crayon, just started like, this is, this is my style? Or were you, uh, did you, have you on your Instagram that I've seen it, you kind of have the consistency, but were there other people that inspired you and, and other like, did, was there an evolution to your style? Or you, did you just start right out of the gate, like, this is how I'm going to, this is what I like, and this is what I'm going to do?
1: Well, I always have, like, drawing girls, for anything, since I was little. So that definitely started since I was a little girl, like, watching, like, cartoons or, like, anime, that kind of stuff. I always really got into it. Uh-huh. I feel like those were probably my first... Like, if I was to look back at my really, really old work, it was definitely very much inspired by animation, anime, that kind of stuff. And then it started kind of shifting, trying to find like my own style. Um, I would say like my biggest influences are people like, I mean, I mean everybody likes them, but um, James Dean. He's this okay. big deal of an artist. Like, he's big time. Um, he started off doing like uh, like covers for comic books and that kind of stuff. And then kind of switched over to a fine art. And I really always liked kind of how uh, delicate his work is. And also older stuff, like uh, stuff from Art Nouveau, like Alphonse Mucha, he always grew girls. And I really liked that and emulated a lot, like the kind of like very complex background stuff. And I just started kind of like, finding my own thing. I love, Tara McPherson. first and I love her work, um, definitely an influence. This girl called Audrey Wasaki. all that stuff, like kind of lowbrow stuff that was popular. Well, she's still, I mean, they're all famous still. Um, but back then, like the 2000s, definitely the whole lowbrow kind of pop surrealism movement was a big influence on me. Um, and I've kind of found my own thing now. Um, but you know, you're always trying to change, always trying to like do new things.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. You uh, you seem like you you kind of like like to experiment and stuff. Uh, you 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 do change up your work here and there um, throughout it, but it is, I can tell like it's yours, which is kind of cool. Uh, you know, some artists that uh, I've seen that their style changes up drastically, and I'm like, well, who are you? Um, You know, whereas I love that one, like, uh, you know, you did last year and that styling, but you're still very consistent, like I can say, you know, I can scroll through your like Instagram or whatever and go these images, like I can see this, this is the same person in there. You do have a a consistency with women. Why why do you think that you, um, obviously you said you were inspired by these artists that did a lot of women. Um, but I'm curious why do you why do you uh gravitate towards uh uh doing art uh that's based around a woman? And why do you think, you know, just throwing out your own personal opinion, why do you think a lot of people go towards uh uh illustrating or painting or creating their art around the a woman, uh the woman uh, or a woman? There you go.
1: Right. <laughs> uh well uh, I personally like to draw women because personally I am one. So I kind of relate very directly in that way. And then also I like draw drawing women in, in a way that they're like uh, depicted in a way that like they're strong and they like to show that they, you can be strong and feminine at the same time. I, I, that's something that's important to me in general, just like the whole idea of feminism is important. And I feel that drawing Women is the way I connect to that. I don't know how to explain it very well, but um, I like drawing women who are, look strong, who look feminine and independent, and just very kind of um, confident in their sexuality. So I'm not I'm not one to shy away from doing work that can be like women who look kind of like more like intense in a sexual manner or like more sexually explicit it's not like all over my feet but i do that plenty like on the regular um and i like drawing women that way because i feel like it's people tend to view that negatively people tend to view women being like sexual or being like kind of confident or like kind of owning their body in a way that is negative because it's like oh you're doing it for attention or you're doing it to please men. but really you can Be doing it because it's you and that's the way you want to be and you're like kind of celebrating your own body so it i think that's one of the big reasons why i like to draw women i mean women i feel like in general just to like go a little separate into your other question um are something that people like to draw we're always the object of art but women as artists are not as often you know displayed you know like everybody draws women. Women are easy to draw because women are beautiful, they're delicate, it's a, something that's easy and attractive to most people. Um, but I feel like being a woman and drawing women is cool because uh, we don't get as much attention in like uh, the art scene or work is often not valued as highly as the work of men who do the exactly the same stuff as we do. Um, so I don't know, I guess that's probably the reason. <laughs> Any of that makes
2: sense. <laughs> well, I get curious about that stuff. I love to get people's perspectives and opinions. Um, I'm kind of like a—I have a curiosity that is just never quenched when it comes to people. Hence this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so i i, I, I there you go, your kitty. You got a kitty yeah. running everywhere. What was yeah. uh, his/her name again? She's
1: uh, her name's Kiwi. Kiwi. I like it. I
2: like Kiwi. I like the name.
1: crazy. She's being crazy right now. Um,
2: Yeah, she's a baby little kitten. I saw her running around behind you there.
1: See, Um, y'all say that. I I was actually having an argument with my friend Will with Warren Hart um, because he has two cats. He has two girls um, and they're huge. They're big cats and I told him that's a huge cat and my cat it's the size of an adult cat in Panama, so it's like cats are bigger in Texas. Okay. Everything's
2: bigger. Everything. Yeah, big it's like a cat in Texas.
1: Yeah. A cat the size of a medium-sized dog—that's crazy. Like,
2: <laughs> known that when you got your cup of your latte at uh, at the uh, you know the coffee shop that they're huge here.
1: Oh yeah! One time yeah. I went to IHOP and ordered a hot chocolate and it was basically a bowl. I was
2: yes. like, this is soup. <laughs> and then you were like isn't it amazing i've finally come to the greatest land on, on the planet earth texas
1: i mean uh, i thought that was messed up honestly i was like you know <laughs> <keeps
2: that? laughs> i'll get this to go i was like oh no, smallest... no
1: it actually put me off i was like just, what the hell man like i mean there's stuff i love that there's really good stuff food here in Dallas. like and i like the bigger servings for sure sometimes it's a little overwhelming um but I know I guess people like to eat here.
2: <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Everything's bigger here, along with our appetites. So, where would you like to see your work go, like in the next five years or so? Would you like to branch outside of Dallas, Fort Worth, or Texas, or?
1: Uh, I'm willing. Really, the thing about being a muralist is you kind of have, you can go anywhere and paint anywhere. Like the good thing about being an artist is you can work wherever you want. I'd like to grow here in the States. I'd like to paint in other places. Um, I was recently in Colorado and I saw like a, a whole lot of murals there in Denver and in Boulder. I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to paint here. I really like Colorado, um, just anywhere really that's looking to grow their artistic community community. I don't want to discriminate. Um, uh, yeah, here in the States, I'd love to do stuff in Europe. I haven't done anything there. I've done stuff in Latin America. And I've done stuff in Panama, Colombia, and Mexico, and now here. So I definitely want definitely to buy market as many places as I can. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to branch out to other stuff, too. I've been thinking about, like, maybe doing, like, more merch kind of stuff, like, more, like, t-shirts or, like, I don't know, mugs. Or like, I've been trying, like, thinking about doing ceramics, like I've had it in my hand, or doing toys. I love, like, collecting the little, like, those custom, Artist toys. I'd love to do something like that someday.
2: well awesome. I'll, I'll get. I'll I'll send you one. I actually I I have like little kid robot kind of stuff. I buy the blank molds and I give them to my artist friends and paint one. So if you're interested, I'll yeah, send, I'll send it, you it over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd love to see what your take is on that. Um yeah, I I uh, that's awesome. You're you're sounds like you're uh, open to anything and anywhere anytime any place. Yeah um <laughs> yeah um but uh so um i guess uh, uh do you have any pro okay um have, do you have any projects coming up and with uh i know 2020 has been kind of a weird year but do you yeah. have any projects coming up uh you know the end of this year or something maybe next year that we can look forward to
1: yeah uh, actually next week uh wait next week, this weekend, I started painting uh, a new mural for Mural Fest. I'm collaborating with my friend Brent, and that's going to be all week next week over in West Dallas, uh, nearby Trinity Groups and all that.
2: Yeah, I'm going to that, yeah. Um, I got a, it has the, uh, it has your mural on the ad. ad.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's a Wild West Mural Fest, that's what we're working on. Yeah, Um, yeah so that's that, going to be next week so you know
2: so what's that all about tell us a little bit more about that
1: oh uh, well, well what the mural fest yeah so yeah wild, yeah wild west mural fest is uh the dallas mural fest basically because i i'm not aware of any other um so hopefully i'm not sliding anybody but yes yeah, it's, um uh, it's this thing that will made to kind of create opportunities for uh, street artists and murals here in Dallas. Um, and it's kind of the whole it's like the theme was always kind of in reference to Texas and the Wild West and all that stuff. But this year, um, we're doing social social justice themes and then also Wild West. Pick. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how that goes. So we have a lot of new artists, which is great. Um, lots of people who maybe haven't painted murals before if they have, maybe not in that scale. So it's always cool to To create a platform for artists to get into street art. Um, Yeah, so um, that's basically it. Just
2: yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Getting together with
1: walls. Yeah, and it's it's like all week, so you can really like drive by and see the artists painting while like view how the process is happening. Um, So I definitely think people should come by and have a look, and then go to the art walk on the twenty fourth which is when we're probably all gonna be done and people can see the murals and stuff, you know, wear a mask and all that, but you get to see all of that. So that's next, like right now. And then after that, I have a mural I'm painting for Fort Worth, for the city in Fort Worth. So it's part Mm. of a project called Painting the River, a Mural Gallery of Destiny. So it's for, it's like, a trail. I think it's like a trail that runs by the Trinity River and they have all these like uh, structures there. I don't know what they're called, but I'm painting one of those. And they got 30 artists to participate. Like they did an open call. They chose 30 artists. I'm one of them um, for us to paint all those structures. And yeah, that's it. And it's kind of based around Texas too, like the famous um like Texas wildlife
2: and like nature and all stuff that's awesome uh I'm from Fort Worth so like you uh you better do a good job
1: um, <laughs> I will <laughs> now you'll, you'll
2: you'll do a great job it's I, I think I kind of got an idea where you might be doing it probably over there on the West 7th Trinity Trail there maybe but um I'll definitely look out for that I bet you that's going to be amazing I yeah a lot of things have been changing in Fort Worth and Dallas, and um, I think it's suffered a long time for uh, the cities not commissioning artists, the local artists, to do stuff. Uh, Dallas in general, it's been a very eclectic city, and it still is, grabbing other artists to do stuff within the city. But now that we've got uh, you know people, locals in office and, and, and supporting the city, we're getting great artists like you out there putting your you know, work on, you know, the stuff that we see every day we love and in our environments that we care about. So I wanna thank you for being on.
1: I'm actually and, thank you for inviting me. Um I love talking. Uh, <laughs> like and I'm a big fan of podcasts in general. So um, you should
2: start so we'll one yourself maybe, you know? Mirror yeah. talk. <laughs> Mirror talk.
1: I don't know, maybe but I mean, or something. I don't wanna like step on your toes, man. You're kind of already doing <laughs> The whole uh, local creative
2: thing. a lot of internet out there for everybody to do a podcast. Yeah. I, think you, I would think you would do really great. Thank you.
1: Uh, but, yeah, thank you for having me. I love talking about my work and sharing uh, with people
0: what I do. Well, that's it, listeners. Again, you can find all Stephanie's work on Instagram at smsams and uh, her website at smsams.com. Until next time, you guys stay creative.